It sure does. And it also goes a long way to help you understand what your partner wants. Because <laughs> sometimes they're two different things. That's and, true. Ooh, and, I would and, never live here. What do you mean? And, That's my dream home. Uh-oh. Yeah. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. We're going to talk about clever items, clever ideas in the real estate world. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, these are good things to kind of keep in the back of your mind. Or, I don't know, Colleen, maybe on the front of your mind. Some of these may be so clever that they're super important and we want to be thinking about these things. These are little tips and tricks and things like that that we've picked up over time. We wanted to assemble them all in one place for you. So we got a couple of key clever tips to bring to people's attention today, Colleen, and I'm interested in your perspective on these things. You can always disagree with me if you don't think these are all that clever, but I thought they were pretty good. <laughs> First one, uh, rent an Airbnb, if possible, in the neighborhoods you're thinking about potentially moving to. See what it's like to live there for a week or so, uh, or even if it's just for a weekend. What a cool way to kind of experience and, and research some areas. I love that idea. In fact, I did it. You did really for for which for which home <laughs> well, uh, the your current house for, or the one where you well, built? No, I haven't bought yet. I I, I still don't have my uh, beach house. Okay, that's on my list. I'm going to have You've a got beach, the beach house. Beach office, it's, it's, but not the beach house yet. I have the beach office now. You need the house to go with it. Yeah, especially for like the coastal areas. Yes, absolutely. Go explore. Try the restaurants. Feel the neighborhoods out. Wherever you're thinking of moving to, I highly recommend spending some time in that in that neighborhood. And by renting an Airbnb, what a perfect way to do it because you can find one just in an average neighborhood. But yeah, I rented a house in Bella Beach for a month in May and recorded my show from there and just focused on link, getting my Lincoln City office up and going. And since we were on COVID lockdown, it's just kind of using that time to really feel out the neighborhoods, get to know the areas and prepare my business plan for that Lincoln City office. Yeah, you've had uh, uh, definitely a lot of time out there and uh, a lot of valuable time to set the office up, but also start to research and learn some of the nooks and crannies and the areas that you specifically want to end up in. And you know, I think as in terms of a clever idea, I mean, it's this, it's just an, uh, kind of the next level of the idea of, you know, go drive around in an area mm-hmm. where you're thinking of buying a home. Or one thing that we've always done is go at night, you know, go check out the areas that you've looked at during the day. Well, go see what they look like at night. Uh, yes. Go, go during rush hour. See what the traffic is like to get there mm-hmm. and back. And, you know, what the, is, are you, you get all piled up in the neighborhood or, what, you know, try to do all that research. But I always say go on a Sunday afternoon because typically people are home and you can see how many cars are parked on the street and how crowded it feels and maybe, you know, what people are doing. Mm-hmm. And how crowded the, the dog house. walking scene is in, yeah, in your neighborhood. Yeah, all those <laughs> things. Yep. Kids at the basketball hoop. Yeah, it's a great way to kind of experience, oh, if I was going to move into this neighborhood, what would it feel like on a Sunday? Yeah, every kid's bouncing a basketball around. And I hate <laughs> yeah. that basketball sound. I don't want to be here. Or, oh, my kids would love to be one of these bouncing basketball people. Let's let's do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. That is a clever idea. There you go. So awesome. think about it. If you've got the uh, ability to do so, think mm-hmm. about renting an Airbnb or something and uh, spending a little bit more time in the area you're thinking of buying. Clever idea number two. Uh, you'll hear a lot of talk about getting pre-qualified for a loan. In fact, we talk about it here on the show all the time. But even better, get pre-approved. 
and you'll be way ahead of buyers who aren't. Yeah, that is clever. And it's pretty much mandatory at this point. As a buyer, you need to be pre-approved. And what's the difference? Pre-qualified is, let's say you're on the phone or you do an online application and you give them your income, you give them your time at your job, um, you know, you answer all the questions, right? Pre-approved is you've actually turned in your bank statements. They've actually looked at your last year's taxes and those things that there's been a verification and it's definitely just one level further, the, the level you need to be at before you submit offers in this market anyways. Yeah, that's a great point. I guess that mm-hmm. one used to be more clever, but with how competitive yep. everything is these days, it's it's less clever just because everybody's kind of caught on to that. And, but. you know, after doing this 24 years, it used to be a pre-qualification is all you needed until you got going. But with modern technology, you might as well just get pre-approved. You can, like, picture text your documents to your lender and you're done. You don't have to wait to go to FedEx and have them scanned in, you know, all the things mm-hmm. we used to have to do. So it's just sped up the process. I'm not that intimidated by paperwork. So I've never really thought that the whole getting qualified for a loan is that big of a barrier. Like it just takes a little bit of organization and then just kind of figuring stuff out. But for the most part, like, you know, assembling documents isn't rocket science. So I've never found mm-hmm. that to be a huge barrier, at least for me personally. So, um, but maybe for others, it's a little bit tougher, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I'm not a paperwork person. Try so, not to be intimidated yeah. by it, I guess. <laughs> is the, you said you're not a paperwork person? No. That's why I hire people to do <laughs> that's it. Why, that's why I hire people to do that. It's yeah. <laughs> a good point. Clever idea number three, look at homes before you look for homes. Now, this is what I mean by that. When you start even thinking about the possibility of buying, go check out neighborhoods, see some open houses, look online to start getting a sense of what you like and what you don't. Even before you're in that category of we're going to buy a home, even when you're just thinking about it, start doing a little bit of that dreaming and researching. It goes a long way in helping you decide what you want. It sure does. And it also goes a long way to help you understand what your partner wants. Because <laughs> sometimes they're two different things. That's and, true. Ooh, and, I would and, never live here. What do you mean? That's my dream home. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, depending on you know how comfortable you are with a Pinterest Um, I have a lot of couples that will share ideas um, back and forth on the Pinterest board and just to get ideas of what style, what kind of home they're looking for, what, you know, what kind of layout, what kind of kitchen, and just almost like their perfect home dream board. And um, it's definitely a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, Colleen. Clever. Very clever. Absolutely. Uh, Clever idea number four. Uh, This is for when you're selling your home. Become a neat freak even just for a little bit, uh, look at common areas. And we don't mean, you know, we could certainly talk about staging a home for a whole show, Colleen. This is just sort of the idea of look for the little things, like uh, common areas that tend to collect messes, like the mantle, or we have a little spot next to the refrigerator that we just sort of use as our dumping grounds for everything. And it's fine when it's just us, but if we're showing our home, yeah, we should probably clean that that area up. Uh, open shelves, tabletops, all those kinds of areas. Try to keep them clean as you go through the home's showing process. Yeah, and it almost feels like you don't live there. I sometimes have to describe it as live here like you're just visiting, like you don't live here, you know? And especially before photos, we're going to pull everything off every flat surface. So even your toaster and, you know, things are going under. Um, so we can showcase the countertops. And so, yeah, when you're selling your home, you... You're going to live differently than than you would when you're 
when your home's not on the market. And it's not so much fun, but I'll tell you what, we'll get it done in a few days and then we'll be done. (laughs) And then those dishes can pile up in the sink again. It's okay. It doesn't have to take forever. You're right. You can, you can, you can get there. We'll Uh, get it done quick. Worth biting the bullet just for a little bit. That's for sure. Clever idea number five. I did this. Write a letter to the seller when you're going to buy a home. It can go a long way in differentiating you from other buyers. Yeah, we see it all the time in this market. I get pictures of of kids, of grandkids, of dogs, of cats, all kinds of things attached to these letters. And especially, you know, if something in the home that you love resonates and you see like that you relate to the seller, like sometimes a prayer on the wall or something, and they'll be like, oh, it's a sign. This is our house. We need this house. We have that same in our house. So they like to share that in their letter to the seller, and it works. I mean, sellers love to, to love to read them. Yeah, I think nothing wrong with creating an emotional connection with the seller, uh, a, a long, as long as it's genuine, you know, I don't think there's any any problems there. Um, and so it can be very useful, useful tool to kind of have at your disposal. Another arrow in the quiver, if you will, I think, if as you go to buy a home, make that connection. It can go a long way. Last but not least, Colleen, this one may be obvious, but hey, you'd be surprised how much little thought goes into this sometimes. Uh, clever idea number six, carefully select your real estate agent because you guys aren't all the same. It can make a big difference choosing the right yeah. one. Just like you choose a uh, a doctor or a teacher or I mean it's an important relationship and it's and it's going to be something you're going to remember. And so there's it's an important relationship to focus on and make sure you're with the right person. So I have a pretty big team. I can help match you up with the right realtor that fits your style and what, you know, common ground and maybe personality and also, you know, to be the person that you need to go the extra mile for you and um, get it done. So yes, uh, this very clever idea is to be carefully, what did you say? Carefully select your real estate agent. Yeah, carefully select, put some thought into it. You know, I mean, I I think I've shared this story before. The first uh, time I bought a home, I filled out an online form to go look at a home. I just wanted to poke in and see what it was like to tour a home for the first time. And I didn't have a real estate agent with me. I just met whoever was the listing agent at that house at the home and said hello. And immediately, as soon as I walked into the door, it was like uh, it was like being on a boat, Colleen, with the floor, how wavy the floor was. It was really messed up. I was like, well, yeah, I was a first time home buyer. This is not going to work. It was it felt very tilted. It was it was a really messed up home on the inside. There was definitely mm. some things wrong with it. It's like, no, no wonder this is in my price range as a first time home buyer. Yeah. And so but, you know, it was good. But I met that agent. And then it was kind of like, okay, you're my agent now. He was like, well, you're, so do you have an agent? You're looking to buy a home? Boom, that's how it happened. So really there was no research that went into it for the most part and finding a real estate agent and just sort of stumbled upon it. And it all worked out just fine. But boy, now I think about it, it's like, well, why didn't you call a few people and interview them and ask them a couple interview, of different questions? Ask yeah. your friends who they used. You know, what communication style are you looking for? Um, what's your availability to look at homes compared to what your agent's availability is to show them to you? Do you prefer to text or talk on the phone? You know, how quick can they get back to you? Um, and there's just a lot of different things to gauge on for lifestyle and preferences. And then pick somebody accordingly and I'm happy to help you do that we've got a lot of different agents of different types on our team and depending on what you're looking for when maybe what part of town you're in we've got agents that specialize in particular neighborhoods 
he can match up with the right person. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.